coping with social anxiety disorder in a post-COVID world. As the world begins to reopen, social anxiety is very, very prevalent in today's times and is at an all-time high. The better we can understand what social anxiety is and how to identify its symptoms, the more we can be of help to ourselves and others. We need to learn how to be better equipped at coping with re-entering today's world and not letting this potentially crippling form of anxiety take over our lives and keep us housebound and in isolation. As we re-enter work, the world, social environments and hobbies and interests, it is important to start addressing social anxiety as it's more and more prevalent, especially during our pandemic years. Social anxiety, also known as social phobia, social anxiety disorder, is defined as an intense fear and apprehension of social situations. It is specifically anxiety related to scrutiny, judgment, embarrassment, and criticism by people, negative criticism and judgment. Disconnection, withdrawal, and isolation characterize the feelings and actions of many of these people suffering with social anxiety. People suffering from social anxiety disorder struggle with irrational fears of being singled out, judged, ridiculed, ignored, or ostracized in social situations. They feel awkward and secure and bad about themselves. Many settings or situations that would cause some people just temporary passing nervousness, like speaking up in a group, saying something inappropriate by accident in front of strangers, or being negatively judged for exhibiting nervousness or unease, cause people with social anxiety overwhelming and long-lasting distress. Unlike people who are suffering from agoraphobia, anxiety and avoidance of settings, people with social anxiety can sometimes avoid situations, and if not, they tend to experience tremendous distress and fear as they suffer through some, if not all, social settings. They can experience symptoms similar to panic attacks, including having symptoms of heart palpitations, racing negative thoughts, stomach pains, sweating, headaches, and muscle tension. Furthermore, as each negative social experience reinforces the fear, social anxiety disorder becomes stronger, more intense, and a negative force in one's life. In some cases, social anxiety can lead to full-on panic attacks, and many people start to cut places out where they feel that people might be there or they might feel judged or negatively focused on. In psychology, we sometimes call it a spotlight effect. We feel like when we are out there in the world, all eyes are on us. But the truth is most people are noticing themselves and in their head with their own concerns. They're not always noticing us, are they? But many times that's a part of the treatment with social anxiety, challenging cognitive distortions, distorted ways of seeing reality. It is important for people to start recognizing the way we think things are, are not necessarily how they really are. Returning to normal with diminished self-confidence. Many of us throughout our lives have relied on external sources of validation. We seek the approval of others, and this approval provides us with a sense of confidence and puts us at ease. Because we've been self-isolating for so long now, more people than ever are losing confidence in themselves. They're comfortable at home, and when they're out there, they wonder if they look good enough, are communicating well, don't know what to talk about, because all we've been talking about for the last few years is COVID. 
And even though we've been looking forward to a time that we could get out there and enjoy get-togethers with friends and family, now that we're slowly getting there and more able to meet, we're feeling a little bit less enthusiastic about upcoming social events and hobbies and interests. As we return to a more normal, sort of normal pace of life and flow, it is important more than ever to recognize the impacts of social isolation. Since we're creatures of habit, some anxiety or nervousness about socializing after so much time in isolation is to be expected. We gotta have some compassion for ourselves that it has been a hard time for all of us. But right now, we need to look at how to remove self-limiting choices. Many times we're choosing to stay in. We're choosing not to get out. We're not going for that walk or exercising in groups anymore. And it would be nice for us to start revisiting, am I isolating a little too much? Is this prolonged isolation adding to my anxiety about feeling uncomfortable amongst others? It is important for us to recognize that these pandemic shutdowns have led to many people feeling a sense of dread and fearing social situations or getting back out there in the workplace. Don't get me wrong, as a therapist, I've had many, many socially anxious patients Be happy with the pandemic as it prevented them from getting out there. They were able to work from home and not have to deal with the day-to-day social anxiety they usually deal with. However, right now with many workplaces mandating or encouraging staff to come back into the offices, some of these socially anxious patients are doing worse as now they're fearing more than ever to go back to that setting. The most healthiest person also being in this isolated period of time has found themselves to just feel uncomfortable as we spent so much time in isolation at home that many people are just feeling not at ease amongst others. You've been in quiet so long that being amongst the noise has been a little bit irritating, frustrating, or we don't know what to talk about when we're amongst groups or we're feeling overwhelmed, awkward, and we find ourselves wanting to go home earlier because we were resting so much more than we were going out. What we can do about this? Well, feeling temporarily awkward or ill at ease is normal and is to be expected. We need to start looking at problematic symptoms that we might be having. And it's important for us to take today's mindful moment to explore, am I having some social apprehension about getting back out there? Am I having self-limiting avoidance behaviors, or am I thinking certain thoughts that hold me back from wanting to go see my friends or engage in activities amongst others? Notice where you're struggling, and then let's try to bring about some healthy, happy, self-soothing skills that can push us through. We can employ proven techniques of exposure therapy. That means, you know, every week trying to get out there and be amongst others a little bit more, or learning to Expose yourself to certain situations, you know, stores, shopping malls, going out to a park, seeing your friends once in a week. Try to give yourself little tasks that you're going to try to encourage yourself to do to get a little bit more comfortable in your skin amongst others. One of the key messages that's emerged during the early days of the pandemic is that we got to remember we're all in this together. When it was dysfunctional and difficult and hard, We're in this together, and as we now re-enter a new norm, let's remind ourselves 
that as we are returning to a normal way of working, playing, and interacting with each other, we are still in this together. Let's try to make this about inclusion than separating each other. In the weeks and months ahead, I encourage each and every one of you to reflect on how to be a little bit more compassionate, pay more attention to yourself and others, notice the interactions with others. Is it comfortable? Is it not? What can I bring in to make this a little bit more comfortable? Let's add some extra self-care. And self-care could be saying, I'm going to go home at an earlier time because you're feeling tired. Have compassion for yourself that you're going through a lot to adjust to a new normal and also have compassion for others as people are struggling to re-enter the world. Many people may be saying, yes, they want to commit to a gathering and then at the last minute back out. They don't mean to back out or hurt your feelings or make it seem like they don't want to spend time with you. They may just be struggling with symptoms inside that make them just feel too exhausted or overwhelmed to want to go out and try. Have some compassion and realize that we have to support one another through the challenges of returning normal. I'm going to take this mindful moment for you to take a deep breath in and out and just focus a little bit on your symptoms related to re-entering the social world. Are you just tired? Are you excited? Do you want to in your mind but physically feel lethargic or don't feel good in your body or put on a little bit of COVID weight that makes you more self-conscious? Let's explore in this mindful moment things that you're struggling with or obstacles that make you feel socially anxious or awkward or uncomfortable. And let's also think about things that we can do to press through and get comfortable to a new normal. Let's take a deep inhale in and breathe out. Another deep breath in and breathe out. Reflect on this mindful moment and some of your social skills, competencies, and anxieties. If your mind tends to wander, gently bring it back to the breath and continue reflecting. As I gently bring you back, let's explore five strategies for re-entry. As we re-enter into a more open world, many people are feeling insecure about themselves and their ability to interact with others. At a time when social anxiety is more prevalent than ever, it is important to start reflecting on it. Have compassion for yourself and others. Remember, even the most confident and secure people could be struggling after such a big, long, prolonged period of isolation. Take it slow. Slow and steady wins the race. There is no reason to rush back to a full social schedule. Stay tuned in with your feelings. Know your limits. Leave social situations when you feel overwhelmed or that you've had enough. Listen to yourself. If you're feeling drained of energy, learn to go home and rest. 
When you feel it's time to leave, give yourself permission to go from social situations that you're tired by. Practice self-exposure therapy. If you're struggling to join in with friends, family, or colleagues, brief and frequent exposure to social situations will help you alleviate fears and anxieties and restore your confidence. Just gradual baby steps to get there. Seek help if you're struggling with overwhelming negative thoughts, symptoms, and self-limiting behaviors. Sometimes our social anxiety, the physiological symptoms can be so loud that we really do need professional assistance to help us work through managing our physiological symptoms, the negative thoughts that hold us back, and the unhealthy behaviors like avoidance and you know cutting out situations that we end up bringing into play to just make ourselves more comfortable. It is helpful to work with a therapist on social anxiety concerns and learn cognitive behavioral therapy and mindfulness meditation strategies to help you ground yourself in times of need. Consider it if you really are struggling with re-entering this world and having a lot of symptoms show up. It is your responsibility to show up for yourself in your life. Take charge of your life and make sure that you bring in the right supports and resources and treatments that are necessary to get through, especially if you're struggling with social anxiety as we re-enter the world. Many workplaces are encouraging it, and I encourage you to take the right steps to make sure you're healthy for that.